Hi, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. My name is Isabel Ross, and I'm the coach at Peak Endurance Coaching. Episode 41 is an interview with Travis Macy, a finisher of over 120 ultra endurance events in 17 countries. One of the races he's run was Leadman, for which he set a record. This is an epic endurance event that uh, consists of a trail running marathon, a 50 mile mountain bike race, the Leadville 100 mountain bike race, a 10K road run, and the Leadville 100 mile trail race, all set in the Rocky Mountains. So a pretty amazing athlete. Travis is a speaker, author, coach, and professional endurance athlete. He's the author of the book, The Ultra Mindset, An Endurance Champion's Eight Core Principles for Success in Business, Sports, and Life. This is a book that I read a while ago and I found really helpful. And ever since then, I'd wanted to be able to interview him at some point. And um, I thought it would be interesting to go through them now with Travis in relation to not just ultra running because so much more is happening now, but also to life during COVID and how we can relate the ultra running mindset to dealing with the ultra marathon that is the coronavirus. I hope you enjoy the interview. Hi, Travis, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Hey, Isabel, great to be here with you and the listeners. Uh, Always good to hear from an Aussie. Uh, Australia is one of my favorite places, and should flying on planes to cool places become a thing again, I want to come back. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah, I mean, hopefully in the not-too-distant future, you will be able to. So, yeah, a lot to look forward to in the future. I I sure Um, Yeah. Now, I've given the listeners a bit of an introduction about you, but can you maybe tell them how you got into running and racing and and that sort of thing and and about some of the races, you know, just a little bit about some particular special races you may have done? Sure. Yeah, I'm a Colorado-based endurance coach. Um, I'm also an athlete. I don't race quite as much uh, as I used to, um, but Mm. still getting out there. Some I've I've particularly gotten into ski mountaineering racing, um, where you go up the hills using climbing skins and then race down alpine oh, awesome. style, uh, which there's probably not as much of in <laughs> Australia, but uh, no. it's a very popular sport here in Colorado. Um, and uh, adventure racing as well. I've I've gotten back into recently um uh, yeah there was an eco challenge race in fiji uh in september which i can't really say anything about other than the fact that i did it and uh it was it was pretty cool um so anyway that's you know that's kind of the the latest um i i'm also a a writer um I've, i've done one book so far we have another one uh in the mix and i also enjoy um writing uh articles uh here and there, um, I do a little bit of speaking, and um, a big chunk of my time is parenting as well. I have uh, a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old, and especially oh, nice. now, and I'm sure you know anyone out there who's a parent can probably relate to it. Um, you know, it's it's been uh, different, and you know, at times wonderful, and at times challenging uh, with the pandemic going on and schools being closed. Yeah. Um, you, you know, it, uh, definitely adds a weight 
um, to parents. And, and again, it's, you know, not, not all bad and, uh, you know, good can come from challenges and it does allow some freedom and flexibility to, uh, to get outside a lot, uh, with the kids and go camping and that kind of stuff. And, um, and to kind of wind back to your original question, that's, uh, you know, how, kind of how I grew up in the, in the Rocky mountains here in Colorado. Uh, I grew up playing traditional sports like soccer and basketball and in high school, I realized I really liked distance running and was, um, was, was decent at it and, uh, decided to pursue that in college and, uh, then got into triathlons very briefly, um, uh, before really focusing in on adventure racing, um, for, a number of years. And, and that was uh, a great time traveling around the world and doing stage races and expedition races and uh, racing with, um, you know, great people from around the world, including uh, many Australians who, who I still call friends and really enjoyed learning from. Um, and uh, I, I kind of shifted probably 2000. 10 to 12 shifted more into solo racing, uh, and, and focused a lot on, uh, endurance mountain bike racing and, and also uh, yeah. ultra running, um, yeah. for, for a few years there. So, you know, I kind well, of, obviously with uh, the, um, adventure racing, you would have done a lot of mountain biking with that too, I'm assuming. It, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. races, you know, mountain biking is a big piece of it, obviously, yeah. but the trekking, you know, which is kind of a combination of, you know, ideally it's running off and it turns into hiking or power hiking, yeah. and, you know, at some point it turns into just sort of stumbling along and, you know, yeah. <laughs> walking. Uh, you know, and then the paddling piece as well, which, you know, especially my time in New Zealand and Australia, we, we lived down there for about a year, mostly in New Zealand, oh, okay. but I'm in Australia as well. And, um, you know, really at that time I focused a lot on my paddling cause that's something yeah that, uh, you know, the Aussies and the Kiwis grow up with. And, you know, here in Colorado, we have whitewater kayaking, but yeah. nobody really has, you know, sea kayaks or surf skis or, or anything like that. So, yeah. um, I, I definitely learned a lot, um, down in your area, especially with paddling. Yeah. Oh, wow. It sounds like you've certainly, um, racing has taken you many places and really had a huge impact on your life. Yeah, it has, you know, absolutely. And I've, I've been very fortunate, um, you know, to see great places and, and really m meet great people all around yeah. the world, you know, fr friends, yeah. uh, friends that you keep over the years, or even just, uh, you know, thinking back on this recent experience in Fiji, I mean, it was incredible. Like talk about wonderful people and an incredible culture. I mean, they are enthusiastic yeah. and welcoming and generous and, uh, you know, that, that really was one of my best memories of the race is just interacting with, with the locals. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what I always find too, is it's, it's about the people. The racing is kind of the, the subcontext to getting to being with people and, and that sort of stuff, yeah. which I guess is also what makes quarantine so difficult at the moment. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's yeah. I mean, uh, you know, for, for an athlete standpoint, I mean, for, for many of us, that's a big piece of our community, whether it's the people you, you know, go out and, and train with or interact with at races. And, um, uh, it's definitely hard to, to not have that there or to address it in a different way or, you know, yeah. go out for a run with your friend and there's the awkwardness of gosh, how close do we run together or, <laughs> exactly. or you know, do we need to wear our, our masks or buffs yeah. or, 
or not. Yeah. Um, you know, it's definitely a new, a new world uh, in that way. Yeah. Now, um, a while ago, I read your book, The Ultra Mindset, and it's looking, I've got it here in front of me. It's looking very tattered from rereading and reading and rereading again. Oh, um, and yeah, you've got eight core principles that you say are for success in business, sports and life. Yeah. And I thought we could um, have a look at them and go through them in relation to ultra running, obviously, because that's kind of where you were also going at, but also mainly just in regards to life during COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, because um, I think it would be really beneficial for people to know how to apply these to, to COVID because sometimes it feels so out of control. So it would be good to feel to have some control. Yeah, I think so. You know, having control or of, of things that you can control. Yeah. And, then, and then also I think one thing in ultra running in particular, you know, one thing that we learn in that sport and anyone who's, you know, ever towed the line at any ultra knows yeah. that you're you're managing uncertainty you know exactly you, can, you yeah. can go into that race and you know you've your your training's been perfect you you, you know you've worked co closely with your co coach to make the game plan and nutrition plan and you've got all the gear totally dialed and you know everything and it, i mean you do that for for uh an olympic triathlon or maybe even a road marathon you know, yes. you really could have a flawless race, you know, like mm. a great race, really, you know, nothing goes that bad. It doesn't mean you're not suffering, but you know, there's maybe not yeah, really there's no expected problems. And mm. as many of the listeners know, that's, that's going to be different in an ultra, you know, even yeah. if you have a great race, there is going to be one or more problems. And sometimes they're the, the challenges that you expect. And sometimes they're not the challenges you expect. Um, but there's just inherently a degree of uncertainty in the the people who make it through, you know, whether make it through means winning or hitting the podium or or just speeding the cutoff or yeah. whatever the case might be. Um, the people who make it through are the ones who can sit with that uncertainty and, uh, you know, and, and solve it and navigate it. And, and that's really, yeah. that's the greater situation that we're in. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how long this no. is going to last, kind of like an ultra run. It'll probably take longer than we expect, which is usually like most old runs. <laughs> exactly. So I think there's a lot of a lot of parallels for sure. Yeah. So so mindset number one is it's all good mental training. And and that kind of almost is like what you were saying, that just learning to cope with this is good mental training for life and for ultra runs too. Yeah, I think so. And I think in um in this case, it, you know, we could find ourselves drawing from ultra running, you know, okay, mm -hmm. I made it through, you know, whatever it was, this 50K or this 100 miler or this stage race, you know, I know that I have a deep well of resilience and I can do that now amidst this yeah. pandemic. And, you know, the 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 challenges of the pandemic, they, they look very different for many people, you know, maybe, maybe you lost a job and there's yeah. no jobs to be found. Well, that's yeah. a tough situation to, to get through. Um, you know, maybe you're a single parent and you're at home with young kids who are doing school online and you still have a job, which is great, 
but it's really darn stressful, <laughs> but, you know, try to get your kids to, to make some progress academically while you're, while you're continuing to work, you know, and then just across the whole gamut, you know, maybe you're an older person or, you know, I mean, I've, I'm very close with, with my parents, you know, who I talk with, uh, talk about quite a bit in the book and, you know, they're getting up there in the years. And, uh, my mom is immunosuppressed cause she's had some organ oh, okay. transplants and, uh, dad has Alzheimer's and, you know, it's oh, a no. tough situation to, to yeah. be quarantined. Um, but you know, they're, they're hanging tough. They're, they're staying positive. They're embracing that uncertainty and, you know, navigating it really just a mile at a time or a day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's it. It's, it's, you can make that correlation a mile at a time or like, you know, in an ultra make it to the next tree. Well, if you hear it's, you know, make it through the next day and, and that sort yeah. of thing, I guess. Yep. Yeah. I think so. And, and at times I know for, for me and my family, um, as you might do in an ultra, I think often, um, perfect is the enemy of good. You know, yeah. if our expectations are to be absolutely perfect, you know, usually that doesn't yeah. happen in an ultra. And some people fall yeah. apart because, oh, my God, my, you know, my mile splits are off. And, well, you know, okay, you're probably, yeah. probably going to have a few slow miles here. and But you might speed up again. And if you can weather that yeah. storm and, you know, keep believing in yourself, things might turn out good. And I think that's very true right now. You know, I keep mentioning this parenting stuff just because that's kind of the, you know, the mix that I'm in on a daily basis. But, you know, I've had to many days scale back. Okay. You know, the, the school expectations are going from this level way up here to that level a little bit further down or yeah. you know, my, or my own work expectations of, you know, what can I accomplish with, with writing out my programs or, uh, you know, doing this book drafting, well, the expectations have gone down or even training wise, you know, boy, I, I thought I could maybe manage this amount of time, but right now I can do this. And it turns out it's actually good enough to, you know, to keep me sane. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's great. All right. So mindset two, I, I, this one seems a bit trickier to me, be a wannabe. Yep. Yeah, that idea, you, you know, as I put forth in that book, is that you're um, just identifying people who who you want to be like in one way or yeah. another and, and learning from them. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so that could, you know, maybe it's how do they train? Or I talk about a guy that I raced against a lot and he was always beating me and beating me and I tried mm -hmm. all this stuff and finally it was just like, oh, maybe I should figure out what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> and it turns out he's a coach as well. This is, uh, yeah. some listeners yeah. may know him, Josiah Meadow, who's, uh, you know, the, the best us ex Terra guy. And, you know, I kind of yeah. realized, wow, you know, maybe I should just hire Josiah to coach me. Um, yeah. and I did, and it, and it really helped. Um, you know, so in, in this case that, that might be, you know, just identifying who, who, who are people you see in your circle. And maybe that's, maybe that's the immediate circle people you have mm -hmm. personal access to, which is obviously for most of us, um, much more limited right now, yeah. or maybe this is a chance to connect with people at a distance who, uh, you know, you, you wouldn't be in touch with as much under normal circumstances or even to, you know, follow them on social media or follow their, their writing and work. And, 
you know, yeah. learn about what, what are they doing to, what are they doing to cope? What are the creative things, um, whether it's athletically or professionally or personally, um, just surrounding yourself with, with that team. Um, that's actually yeah. something I've been, been writing about a little bit recently with my other book ideas. Just you, you have the ability to pick a team in life. Um, and so pick, pick the people who are going to bring the best out in you. Yeah. Well, they say you become the five people that you hang around with the most. Um, yeah. You know, that sort of saying. Yeah. Yep. So I guess you want your team to be a, a, a team, a group of people that you aspire to be like, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, and that is uh, some of these things are, you know, a bit cliche, but I, I think there's some truth to that. Uh, yeah. You know, and we, uh, I mean, another COVID example, we kind of realized that, you know, we don't know how long this is going to go on and to make mm. things sustainable, we realized our, our kids have to be around other kids and we're mm. thankful to, you know, live on a, a little dead end street with a few other families that have kids. And we kind of all got together and said, well, okay, none of these kids are really going to be leaving this street, but let's let them play together. And, yeah. you know, really, I mean, if one kid has it, all the other kids are going to yes. have it. That's you know, right. we yeah. tell them, we're like, oh, guys, don't touch each other. And, you know, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, you know, they're, they're yeah. being kids. They're throwing snowballs or, you know, exactly. each other's yeah. and, or, you know, whatever. Um, but the, you know, the de facto benefit of that is, is uh, one of the, one of the dads in the neighborhood happens to be uh, another elite level ultra runner. And we, we oh, really okay. like each other and, you know, it's turns out, okay, well, let's, you know, we try to run together fairly regularly anyway, but now it's like, okay, well, I got a training partner and, you know, we can yeah. probably go out and, and not really worry about, uh, you know, getting way over on the other side of the trail or, or whatever. Let's just go on yeah. around and enjoy it together. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right. So mindset three, find your carrot, which I find difficult at the moment because, yeah. It's because, like you said, we don't know how long it's going to last. So how yeah. is it possible to find something to aim for or strive for? Yeah. No, that's – that, Isabel, is a great question. And and I think especially for many athletes at this time who, who are used to, you know, I, I know for, you know, basically my, my whole adult life kind of until the last couple years where I've, you know, eased back on racing a little bit. Yeah found a couple other interests but anyway up, up until then you know it was always like well there's you know finish one race there's another one on the calendar yeah, <laughs> even exactly. even if it is you know whatever six months eight months or something away and um you know now we're in an environment where like you said we we don't know when is the next race going to happen what's it going to be like um and that can that can be tough uh for sure so you know, a couple of things I've been talking about with, with some of my athletes, um, you know, might be, are there, is, is there one or more organic goals that you might develop? You know, maybe it's yeah. a, a journey or an FKT or, uh, you know, like in Colorado, we have a famous trail called the Colorado trail. That's 489 yeah. miles through the mountain. Oh, wow. Um, you know, and people will, people will, you know, bike that or trek it as fast as they can or do a part of it, you know, yeah. or you piece it together. So something, 
something like that. Or, you know, maybe it's, uh, maybe you live in a, you know, an urban place and there's no mountains around, but maybe there's some sweet adventure where you bike to every corner of the city in, in one day or, um, you know, something that for yeah. you fit within the confines of pandemic, whatever that means to you, uh, you know, and obviously we're all under different guidelines and regulations and hopefully you can do it, um, safely, you know, in a way that doesn't stress the system or put yourself at risk or, you know, hopefully not pound yourself into the ground and tax your immune yeah. system, you know, all of those things. But is there something within that confine that you might do? Um, yeah. You know, and or some people have really gotten into, you know, these, these virtual challenges with, uh, you know, let's say with Swift, for example, you know, the, the web-based uh, you know, cycling system where you use a smart That's trainer. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's just kind of find out, find out something that excites you um, and, and see if you can latch onto that. O or maybe, you know, maybe the growth area is, well, can I push myself if let's say we're talking about running, um, you know, which continues to be my thing, even though I haven't really raced that much recently. Like, can I just run for enjoyment? You know? Maybe. Yeah. And that, that can to, be a challenge too. Yeah, maybe this yeah. is a time to go back to like, mm. when did you run for enjoyment? Well, maybe the last time you did that was when you were a kid or, yeah. you know, maybe when you first, or maybe you've never done it. Maybe you started running to lose weight or, you know, yeah. beat your brother in the 5k or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, see if you can just find that enjoyment and be out there and enjoy the place and enjoy the uh, you know, the scenery, whether, whether that's in the city or the mountains or the, the beach or whatever. Um, I mean, it's as many listeners know, I mean, it's a, a key to, to mental health and wellness and, uh, self-care to just get out there and, and enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. And, and I think sometimes we get so caught up in preparing yeah. for races that we forget yep. to just enjoy the simplicity of running. Yeah. 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 To do that or to, you know, maybe you're working on some aspect of your running that's been, mm. you know, neglected over the years, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, speed work or stamina or, or maybe the ancillary work, you know, core work yeah. and upper body work that, that many runners <laughs> neglect or, you know, we're all, we're all on these limited schedules. Oh, I don't have time to do eight minutes of crunches. Well, you know, exactly. I always yeah. tell people like you have eight minutes to do crunches, you know, <laughs> But it feels uh, like you don't. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. So maybe it's the time to, to you know, try to, to bring in those things. Or maybe it could yeah. be a time to, you know, learn how to run by feel. You know, what would it yeah. be? Or maybe you're the kind of person who's, you know, I've always got the training plan, whether it's you've written it yourself or your coach or something you found online. Maybe you just run by feel. Like, what would it be like to head out the door and, you know, I'm going to run today between... 30 minutes and two hours and I'm going to see how I feel and what inspires me. I don't know what my route is. I'm just going to get out there and go. Um, yeah. and that's something I love doing. Uh, you, you know, again, it can be easier or harder to do depending on your work schedule or, you know, what your kids are up to or whatever. But I think there's a big value in that. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And I think that's a lot for people to think about and, um, and hopefully they do. And, that's great. And we do have more time now, so it is time to, to focus on different things. Yeah, yeah, no, well, well, yeah. All right, so now mindset four, have an ego and use it until it's time to put your ego aside. 
So how would we use our ego during this time? Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good good question. And, and like I say in the book, you know, by ego, you know, I don't mean that being <laughs> that guy or girl, you know, who has an ego or, you know, is telling everyone about how great of an athlete or whatever yeah. they are. What I really mean is, you know, just believing in yourself. And, yeah. and I think that believing in yourself um, really resonates here. You know, I think of something my, my dad has said to me thousands of times. He always says, yeah, especially when things are, are hard, bud, keep the faith. Yeah. And I think what he, what he means there is, you know, you know, just having faith in yourself that you can figure things out and hopefully having faith and, and optimism and, and that things will work out as they usually yeah. do one way or another. And often it's going to be not in the way that you expected, um, yeah. but they will work out. And I think that believing in yourself here is, is huge. Uh, you know, to, and, and I guess professionally for many people that comes to mind for me, you know, maybe you've lost your job, maybe like me, mm. uh, and maybe you, you know, you're self-employed and, that's right. yeah. uh, you know, things are, I, I know my, my coaching load right now is, is down about 50% from where I'm usually, yeah. you know, we're kind of, we're, we're getting into late spring and early summer here. And, you know, typically, things in the U.S. are ramping up right now and we've got yeah. the big races coming and I've got kind of, you know, a few races that I usually coach many athletes for and typically have a, you know, a stream of kind of last minute clients coming in for, for those races. And usually it's my time of highest workload. Um, and I don't have that right now. Yeah. Uh, and on the other hand, I'm very thankful for the clients I do have. And so I'm putting, putting my best in, uh, in, in there um, and continuing, especially when I, you know, when I find myself looking at the budget sheet or, you know, the, uh, you know, crunching numbers, um, my, and my wife happens to be self-employed as well. Um, you know, just looking ahead, okay, well, there's some, some uncertainty coming, uh, you know, how are we ready for that? How, uh, you know, let's, uh, well, let's be grateful that we do have some money in the bank that may, yeah. you know, we have to dip into savings earlier to buy groceries and if that happens well that's life yeah at least at least you have it there so and and that's it it's having putting yeah. a positive frame on things too isn't yeah. it and then, and then the other you know the other part of that principle is you know have an ego and use it until it's time to give up your ego that that second piece is really around just being okay with asking for help yeah. uh, you know and setting aside like you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to go it alone. It's, it's okay to struggle. And especially during a time like this, you know, many of us are going to struggle in, in many different ways. You know, maybe that's professionally, maybe that's someone who's, I don't know how, you know, how it works in Australia, but in, in the U S I mean, we just have record numbers of people applying for unemployment and, and yes, thankfully there is a, you know, a generous federal unemployment program. And, you know, uh, millions of those people are, people who never expected to, you mm. know, be taking in government money, um, yeah. you know, or even yeah. my, my business, we applied for a, uh, you know, a small business loan through the federal government. And, you know, that was a case of, well, there's a lot of uncertainty here. We're setting aside the ego. And if we, if we can get some support to cover payroll here for some period of time, then, then let's do it. 
yeah. And that's it. I think, yeah, being open to, to asking for help or accepting help when it's, when it's offered. Because yeah. sometimes the, the natural thing is, no, no, I'll be fine. I can do it on my own. But yeah, during exactly. this time, yeah. yeah, during this time, I think it, 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 it really is imperative that you, that you take assistance yeah. where, wherever, if, if it's offered or, or if yeah. you need it. Yeah. And I think, you know, really another thing that comes to me, comes to my mind on that topic, topic is, is mental health at this time, you know, yeah. the, these stressors, whether, you know, it's financial stress or it's the isolation or, you know, many runners, especially are people who are very routine oriented. And that's one of the reasons mm. we, we like to run is because it gives us a routine and something that we, that we do each day. And, you know, all that's been thrown off and, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, those things are going to happen, whether it's anxiety or depression or, you know, whatever. Um, and I would yeah. encourage people like, that's something you need help with. And maybe it comes from your spouse or your sibling or your friends, or, you know, maybe it's professional support and there's a lot of great web-based, um, you know, therapy and counseling and that kind of stuff, whether it's individual or, or uh, with a group. And um, I just really encourage people. I mean, that's, you know, it's serious stuff. It's really important that you yes. take care of yourself, not only physically, but mentally. I think during this time, that's such an important point. Yeah, I agree. All right. So mindset number five, think about your thinking, what and why. Yep. Yeah, that, um, you know, that one in the, in the book, I um, particularly recommend that for race day, like an ultra yeah. run. You know, you want to plan ahead. When am I going to think about what I'm doing and when am I going to think about why I'm doing it? And the idea is, you know, if you're doing something that's um, very detail oriented, um, you know, and, and technical challenging, you know, maybe in a race, things like, you know, your nutrition plan, what do you, what do you, you know, when are you drinking, you know, making sure you take time to, you know, take off the wet base layer and put on dry stuff. That's all what type of thinking. And then the, the yeah. why thinking, usually in an ultra run, that's what you pull in when, when things get hard. You know, the final 20 miles of 100 where, you know, you're, you're going to be in some type of trouble. Yeah. Uh, and, you, you know, you're, you're going to be suffering. And then it's thinking about why am I doing this? Uh, and, and really trying out ahead of time, what are those whys? You know, what's my why for mm. um, for this this particular race. And I think that, um, you know, I've definitely had examples of that. I, I know and for me in the day-to-day -day parenting where, you know, one story in my head is, you know, gosh, you know, I wish the kids were in school and I had this time <laughs> for myself to do my work or training or, you know, yeah. have a phone call with a client where I'm not worried about, you know, kids, you know, <laughs> fighting each other or, <laughs> knocking the door over whatever it might be. That's, that's one story, but I can also go back to the, you know, the why, well, you know, why am I, why am I here as a parent? Well, I'm here because, you know, I, this is something I decided to do. And I've always known that mm. raising kids is very important to me and a big piece of my life. And it may look different right now. Um, but there is still that motivation and, uh, you know, hopefully that can, inspire me to, you know, to be a little more patient or, you know, present, yeah. um, with my kids. And I can imagine many applications for 
people out in out in the workplace, you know, the the what thinking that might be things like, you know, you're you're out whether it's at your job or around town or shopping or whatever. Well, doing those little things to protect yourself with, you know, the mask or sanitizing or washing your hands mm. or, you know, trying to go to the grocery store when it's not totally packed or, uh, you know, those are all little little what things that you can do. Um, so yeah, and, you can still plan even though it feels like you're just at home and, and there is kind of every day is without structure, it's still important to structure things and have a what and a why for, for even when you're at home. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Especially in, in that would, you know, I, I, you know, the, the challenges I face personally are very different from, you know, let's say a, a single person. I'm sure there's many yeah. people who live alone listening to this, you know, and maybe you still have your job and you can work from home or, Maybe you don't. And, and then, you know, now you've got all this time. It's like, holy shit, what the hell do I do? Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's a very tough yeah. situation. And that's where, you know, maybe the what is, how can I be regimented? What am I going to do? What am I going to work on? What are yeah. you know, the career steps I can take? You know, could I be building something entrepreneurial right now? Could I be, you know, doing some sort of studying or resume building or something, you know, to make yeah. myself more attractive to potential employers, you know, whether it's now or when things open up, um, yeah, it, that's maybe right. it's, maybe it's another hobby, you know, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe, you know, you're continuing to run, but maybe, you know, whatever you're getting into fishing or knitting or, you know, something like that. Yeah. that, that those can be great things to do. Yep. No, I, I like that. that that's, um, it, it's funny because when I was looking at these, I, a lot of them, I couldn't see how they could apply, but now it's, you're really clarifying that for me. So this yeah. is great. Oh, um, so mindset number six, the 4.30 a.m. rule, when you have no choice, anything is possible. Yep. Yeah, I think there's some application here with that one. And, and that idea, you know, back to the original presentation in the book is just the idea, as many uh, ultra runners know, you, you set your alarm to get up early in the morning and mm. that's the time you're making the decision to get up. You know, you're not waiting till the alarm goes off and then asking no. yourself, do I feel like getting up right now? Mm. Uh, you know, cause the answer is no, you don't. Of course not. <laughs> and a caveat, something I would add, you know, with everything I've learned about sleep over the last five years and, you know, my dad being diagnosed with Alzheimer's and seeing potential connections there with sleep, you know, I would okay. advise, you know, how can we do this in the context of really getting good sleep, you know, yeah. pretty much every night. Um, but anyway, that's kind of a, kind of an aside. Um, and, and I think there, you know, many of us will face circumstances here with the pandemic where, where we just don't have a choice, but to, to soldier on, you know, yeah. whether that's, whether that's economically, whether it's, you know, you're, you're out of work and you've got to take, you know, some, some job, whatever it is, you know, maybe you're, Oh, I've, I never thought I would be bagging at a grocery store. Well, if that's yeah. the job that exists and you need money, well, you know, that's the job you, you take, yeah. you know, and, and, yeah. and tell yourself a story. Well, you're not going to be doing this forever. This yeah. isn't your career, but it is yeah. a way to make money so that you can, you know, buy food or pay mortgage or whatever the things, yeah. you know, in, in your life are. Um, and I think that, you know, even with homeschooling, having kids not at school, well, currently parents pretty much everywhere in the world don't yeah, really have a choice. 
Yeah, and that's right. You realize that when, you know, for me, when I can remove that story of, oh, I wish I wasn't at home and, you know, the school was just in session. Well, you know, it's not, and I can't control it. And <laughs> wishing it yeah, won't make it happen. Like, yeah. Yeah, school's not going to start on Monday, no matter what I do. So yeah. I might as well make the most of it here. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds good. All right. Mindset number seven, bad stories, good stories. The ones you tell yourself make all the difference. Yep. Yeah. That one's, you know, rewriting these, these internal scripts, these, uh, mm. you know, these judges that many of us have, uh, you know, many, many high performers. I mean, we're, we're driven by, you know, the, the glory, the enjoyment, the travel, the fun, all of that, that, you know, those are all good things. And at times many of us are, are driven by, um, anxieties and, you know, a, a harsh internal judge. Um, yeah. I think that's something that, that many, um, runners can, can relate to. And so I think the, the first step is really just to realize, um, that those things are stories. You know, these are thoughts in my head. One thing I, I tell myself is I don't have to believe everything that I think. Oh, I like that one. And, you know, then, then we might be able to grow to, well, what's a, what's a new story? Um, yeah. so that, that's, again, that's going to vary for, for everyone here, um, regarding the pandemic, but maybe it's just take, take a look at those, take a look at those thoughts, those, uh, those limiting, um, stories, you know, I've, yeah. I know I've kind of transitioned a bit in the last couple of weeks from a story of, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to seal every crack in the system here and make sure that, you know, we're, we're not exposed to, uh, mm. to COVID, you know, both for, for my own family and just the, you know, the common good of humanity, mm. you know, <laughs> let's, let's stop this thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I realized and, you know, through conversations with my wife, we kind of came to the point of, this is not sustainable. You know, we could, you yeah. can literally drive yourself crazy trying yeah, so. to go off every single, uh, every single crack. And, you know, yeah. the, uh, I was telling you about my running buddy, John, he had a, a great, uh, analogy there. He said, well, you know, it's kind of like if you, if you're on a boat, that's, uh, that's leaky, you could be, you think you're sealing up every single crack in the boat, but it's still leaking over there. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the situation we're in. And that doesn't mean we don't do anything or don't take any precautions, but maybe we change the story from, okay, we're, you know, tightening things down for a very short period of time so we can go back to normal to, well, this actually seems like a not quite normal for a longer period of time. And that means we, we have to somehow make this sustainable for ourselves and our children and our yeah. communities. And, and like you said, for, for our mental health as well, really. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Go, going out and seeing, you know, we had dinner with some friends last night and we met them at the, at the soccer field and sat out there in yeah. lawn chairs and, you know, <laughs> had take out and, and didn't touch each other, but it was great to just, boy, yeah. see your face yeah. and talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. It's, it's, yeah, changing, changing the story and making it one that is, that you can live with for this time. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing that that's going to change over time. And, and I think also being accepting of other people's 
stories, you know, where mm. they're at a given time. And that's been something that's, you know, kind of come onto our radar and maybe other people are seeing this as well. You know, okay, you're, you're at some point, whether, whether it's, you know, anywhere on the spectrum from hyper vigilant to, you know, I don't give a shit and I'm going to go, you know, hanging out with a thousand yeah. other people, you know, <laughs> we're going to be very uh, all across that. And sometimes it's going to be your friend or your family member who mm, that's you know, right. Maybe yeah. you think, okay, we, we would be okay going for a walk. And, you know, we live in a, like I said, a semi-rural area where there's not that many cars, especially now, you know, you could go out and go for a walk with someone and stay 20 feet away from them the whole time. You yeah. know, maybe that feels okay to you, but maybe it doesn't to your friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's okay. You know, that's where yeah. he or she is at this point. And, and that's, you know, you got to accept that. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. On to mindset number eight, never quit except when you should. Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a, you know, I mean, I think that overall the, you know, the, the, the don't quit mindset does apply here just to this whole situation, you know, for humanity, we, we, we have to persevere. We have to stay optimistic. We have to keep doing our best as individuals and families and small communities and countries, uh, you know, and as, as a world population, um, you know, we've got a, we have no choice, but to do that and to figure it out. And, um, you know, I, I sure hope that this will, lead out into, you know, greater concern about other things that impact everyone that might not be quite as visible, like climate change. Um, yeah, yeah. hopefully those are things that as a world community, we can, we can unite around. Um, yeah. but, uh, that, you know, the second part of that, you know, don't quit until it's, until it's time to quit until you should, um, that actually, I suppose that also relates to how you were talking about trying to shore everything up, that sometimes it's okay to just, you know, let let it be good rather than perfect. Yeah. Is that kind yes. of what you're getting at? Yeah, yeah. Accepting less, uh, mm. you know, as as good enough, you know, and maybe that's not in general, but maybe it's for a, for a given day or, or yeah. accepting, you know, again, back to the mental health, okay, accepting, wow, I am you know, really anxious right now, or I'm feeling, yeah. you know, super isolated and it's beginning to impact my well-being. Well, accept that and be okay with it. it and, and, and that means, you know, that then it leads to, to what, what can you do to help it improve, to help yeah. it move forward. Um, that said, back to the, the idea of, of quitting or stopping something, I do think that, that this pandemic, um, does give us all a chance to pause and, mm. and ask the question, you know, as things build back into quote normal, which again, we don't know, Who knows? When, yeah. you know, if and when and what that's going to look like, but we can ask ourselves, you know, what, what activities or commitments or things, you know, that were part of my normal life prior to, you know, early March or whatever it was, do I not want to resume? Yes, that's right. And it, it, um, I mean, I think about, you know, my own family and a lot of the families around, which are probably 
pretty similar to Australia in many places. Like it's a lot of go, 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 you know, yes. it's working, it's racing, it's going busy, to the Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. yeah. It's going to the, you know, the, the soccer game and then the, you know, then the religious school and then Girl Scouts and, you know, just yeah. go, go, go. And, and I would say it's not having a, a lot of that. I mean, those are great things. Like I love athletics. I love yeah running races. And, you know, like I said, I grew up playing soccer and basketball and sports, and it was a huge part of my life. But, you know, now I start thinking, well, which of these things are, are not going to come back for our family intentionally so that we do yeah. have just yeah. more ease and less driving around and rushing to this time. And, uh, you know, all generally the- less stress then. Yeah, exactly. I'll be, you know, I'm, I'm very, I, I used to be a um, high school teacher and it, so I'm very interested yeah. in education and I'm really curious to see what are the, the impacts um, therein, you know, do some families realize, boy, maybe homeschool yeah. is a great fit for us. And, you know, we have more ease and, and the, you know, our kids get to sleep into a natural time instead of, you know, rushing yeah. them through the morning or, you know, maybe, well, maybe I was a um, school primary school teacher. Yeah, oh, I was a primary school teacher. Yeah. And um and I would find that the kids after school, they're so busy that when they get to school the next day they're exhausted because yeah. they're just doing yep. so much. Yeah. Yeah. That maybe this is a time for families to see that maybe we should cut back and just spend family time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, mm. or is there a way I would imagine probably um, you know, a lot of middle and high school kids who, like you said, typically have that experience. You go to school all day and then you go to, you know, some activity or it's sports or something. And then you do homework until you go to bed. Like must be exhausting. I mean, that's what I did. And and it was exhausting. You know, I slept less in high school than, than I do. Um, Okay. I wasn't like that. Yeah. In hindsight, I was definitely overcommitted. And I think a lot of students are, are in that picture. And, and I can imagine some of those kids, you know, now they might be less stressed because, you mm. know, they knock out their, their, you know, online school stuff during the day. And That's then right. in the yeah. afternoon, they actually have time to, you know, yeah. Yeah. Be what, and, you know, that looks different right now. And, you know, depending on, you know, kids just want to be around each other. And yes, I know, of course. Here, you know, high school kids yeah. are, you know, they're finding ways to get out and hang out with their friends no matter what. Yeah. You know, that may be different. And, and I agree that's important. But, yes, I think maybe just life slowing down a bit is, is you know, is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a lot of, you know, we see, you know, we see that in the self-help stuff, you know. But, yeah. but it's hard, even if you're trying to do it, it's really hard to do. And now we're at this this point in time where all of a sudden everyone has been forced to stop doing all this stuff. And you get to choose what, what do you want to start doing again? And that's, that's a great power. You know, that's a definitely a a silver lining and something that, that, uh, you know, maybe you find yourself with extra time on your hands, you know, maybe you do some journaling about that or, you know, write out a list. What is my, what is my stop doing list that I'm not going to do? I like that. My stop doing list. I got writing that one down. that That was in some some book that I read. I can't remember which one, but yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's all of the eight mindsets. Now you were saying in our little pre um, chat, you had some other 
concepts and ideas that you might want to sort of talk about? Yeah, you know, I, I actually I've, I've mixed in most of those. Oh, okay, yeah. In those answers, but to, a couple others that I wrote down are just the importance of of daily self care um, yeah. during this time. And I know for me that comes, you know, mostly through running and biking. I mean, that is yeah. my release. It's my meditation. It's my processing. Yes. It's, you know, what makes me feel good physically, and that's probably true for a lot of people. So. You know, see if you can do that. See if, um, you know, this, if you're an athlete who's, who's injured, especially like a, a single sport athlete, you know, maybe running is your thing. If you're injured right now, that's probably going to be especially hard because yeah. that's, yeah. you know, that's the, the thing that anchors you in, in, uh, you, you know, routine and in reality. Um, so see if, see if you can find something else. Maybe it's another physical thing. You know, you're probably not going to go to a pool, but. Maybe yeah, that's right. Hike yeah. Or hike, yeah. or again, maybe you maybe you shift to, you know, that dreaded upper body work. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a or yoga. There's a lot of things. You know, I'm sure a lot of these yoga channels on YouTube are probably blowing up right now. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of great stuff out there. In 20 minutes a day, you can do a great yoga routine, and you don't yeah. don't need any gear or anything. No, uh, that's right. Yeah. So anyway, that, that daily self-care is, is huge. And then the other one I wrote down is just, um, emphasizing relationships, um, you know, over productivity or mm. you know, the news, the state of the world, yeah. you know, my advice is just, you know, limit that stuff. I know I, I usually do about 15 minutes a day of, of a news podcast and I figure I'll probably hear just about everything I need. Um, yeah. See if you can yeah, because sometimes you can drown in the news, with, oh, yeah. especially at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Often at the at the cost of of you know either neglecting or you know whatever the the people around you. And I think this is just yeah. an important time, uh, you know. And I've told myself with you know with my kids a lot of times that you know hey I need to you know maybe we're having conflict about over getting the school stuff done. Well. Right now, I just need to emphasize the relationship and the bond that we have, yeah. and yeah. you know the the schoolwork and academics will will come with yeah. yeah, and that could be true with you know partners, spouses at home. I mean, sometimes that can you know one or both people are used to going to work. Now all of a sudden, both <laughs> together, you know, whether exactly. or not around, like you know that can be great, and sometimes, and it can be also really hard. You yeah, know? quite challenging too. Yeah. 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 No, they they are good points too. And, and and I like that emphasis on relationships over yeah, productivity and news. Because relationships yeah. really that they're everything. Yeah. What is life without relationships? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that could be, yeah. you know, even even with your with your running, you know, whether that's getting out and, you know, doing a socially distanced run where you're uh, you know, away from uh, from your, your friend or whatever, or just maybe, maybe the running group or, you know, training partners that you, that you're used to interacting with out there on the roads and trails, keep those relationships going, you know, whether yeah. it's text message or phone calls or, you know, go, yeah. maybe go out on a, okay, we're both going to run tomorrow at 9am and let's talk on the phone while we're running. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. So finding so, different ways of, of achieving the same goal of, of being yeah. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
I like your thinking. So, yeah, which is why I wanted to talk to you because your book really resonated with me with those mindsets. And and um, I was hoping that you would be able to have a clear correlation to COVID and, and it, you really have. So that's um, been helpful for me personally, I have to say, and I hope my listeners have find it that way too. So, yeah, yeah, thank you so much. I really yeah, appreciate you're welcome, it. Well, thank you. I, I wanted to ask you what, uh, you know, in, in your own thinking yeah. or work with with your clients have you come across any other sort of parallels between ultra running or you know mindsets that we can uh, apply to um this unique point in time well i think it's just learning to adapt and and you know ultra yeah. running is problem solving and this yep. is just another problem to be solved yeah and um and it may not be solved once again the way that we want it to be but eventually yeah. like you said everything always works out and and my i have a philosophy that everything always works out for the best it may not be the best that we anticipated yeah yeah but it's the best regardless and and sometimes you look back and you go wow that was actually that was really for my best i didn't realize how much it was benefiting me until now and and i think yep. that's where we'll see those sorts of correlations yeah no i think that's really good that that kind of reminds me of uh there's an american ultra runner who happens to be a college professor. His name's David Horton. And, um, oh yes. Yep. I know. Yeah, so maybe you've heard heard of him. Yeah. And I went to, went to one of his talks that was really good and engaging. And one thing that stuck with me since then is, is he said, it never always gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. going off the, Oh, it always gets worse. Well, you know, it doesn't always get worse. No, and, no, it and doesn't. That's yeah. Great. You know, that's true you know, at mile, whatever of your, of your run where you're really, you know, really yeah. in shambles because of your legs or your stomach or, you know, blisters or whatever. And you think, oh my God, if it's this bad now, imagine what it's going to be like five <laughs> hours later. Well, you know, it might actually be a lot better if you can yeah, and, and forward and eat and drink. That's the thing, isn't it? Yep. And that's the same thing now, you know, you, you've, you've lost your job or your business is, uh, way down or you know your yeah. things are are very hard and intense or you know you're lonely and isolated you know maybe yeah. maybe you're a single person who is yeah, trying that to be partner. like yeah. man yeah. what a tough time for <sighs> dating and how do you yeah. you know i don't even, i was talking to my cousin about it the other day you know he's a young single guy and yeah. you know we're like well when do you start dating again i don't know <laughs> you yeah. know i mean that's a tough yeah. one how do you even how do you even know and that's you know to to not see an end in sight yeah. makes it very hard but if you can tell yourself well it you know it never always gets worse and yeah. and sometimes you know the the darkest hour is, is just before dawn you know to, to borrow another song yeah. eric i mean which is true in ultra running. You, know, you run a hundred miler, like God. What is the hardest part of the night? It's like oh, that final, like yes, hour. It two, is. You know, before dawn, when you're so sleepy, yeah. it's like, oh my God, is the sun ever going to come up? Well, <laughs> you know, it, it will. It always comes up. The sun always yeah. comes up, and that's um, it. I think we can can remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's really good, and and I think that's a lot for people to think about and and really try to take on board and um certainly like i said very helpful for myself so hopefully helpful for everyone listening so yeah. once again thank you so much travis i really appreciate the chat and um hopefully yes it won't be too long but with with this mindset principles i think that will really help us get through it all
Yeah. Well, thanks, Isabel. I appreciate it. It's been great talking with you. Um, I hope that the listeners have taken uh, something away. And, you know, everyone out there, hang tough. Believe in yourself. Um, you can do this and, and we can do it. We, yeah. we, we have no choice. That's it. We have no choice. That's right. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Oh, wow. I got so much out of that conversation with Travis. I hope you did too. I loved what he said about not having to believe everything that I think. I can be a bit of an overthinker, so that really resonated with me. Another takeaway is being accepting of other people's stories. It's so easy to judge people based on our own perspective, but maybe the world would be a better place if we were all a a little bit more accepting. I also loved his idea of a stop doing list. How much of our time do we fill up with busy work? And now we can see that life can slow down and we all still survive and and get everything done that we need to get done. I really think that's something to to contemplate for the future. Also, I, I came across an interesting comment from Craig Harper the other day in one of his podcasts, and I'm paraphrasing here. He says that if I asked you six months ago if you wanted something that would make you a stronger and more resilient person, would you have said yes? Most people would. Well, COVID is that. So it's so true. This is making us stronger and more resilient and being able to see that we can survive so much more difficulty in life than we thought we possibly could. So think of it that way. And I think we can also use Travis's mindset principles to allow COVID to make us stronger and more resilient, to make therefore a silver lining to every dark cloud. Also, just so you know, the reason Travis couldn't speak about his Fiji trip was because it was for a reality show that will be out on Prime later this year, probably around August. I personally cannot wait to see that. I have put Travis's um, Facebook, Instagram and website links on the show notes, so please check that out. I'd really appreciate it also if you could get on over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate and review. Your support means so much to me. And as I say each time, I really think that this quarantine time or isolation or whatever you want to call it can be a positive time, a time for self-reflection, a time for a life audit, a time to really discover what is important to you. And in spite of many things feeling out of control, and, and I don't know about you, but I'm starting to feel less out of control. I hope you are too. But you are actually within a position of power within yourself and how you react to this situation. It's like they say about controlling the controllables and just allowing also life to happen. I would love to help you with your training. If you would like to have a structured and well-planned training plan so that you can get into the race season that honestly looks like it will be starting around August or September and being pretty full on, And you don't want to miss out because it's not just the racing, it's the people too. It's getting out there and being with the community. So I can help you with a training plan. Email me at isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au or DM me on any of my socials. Let's get your training moving in the right direction. Have a great week of training. Stay safe, stay fit, look after your loved ones and remember we are all in this together.